0: Hello and welcome to the Decibel Boost Podcast, the official music podcast of the website Surreal Resolution. I'm your host, Robert, and I had no idea Jared Threaten was gonna make a comeback on the political stage. Could have picked a better name than George Santos, though. And with me I have.
1: <coughs> How about them cowboys? <laughs> uh
2: okay okay hear me out okay now i don't talk about some chicken wings again and they making that mountain Dew baja blast hot sauce baja blasted hot wings come on <laughs> oh
1: boy I,
0: you know i feel like that's going to take an extremely specific kind of taco bell fan to commit to maybe after i've had a few drinks Yeah, that is certainly a choice. Now we just need to know what intern at First We Feast is begging to get that sauce in the Hot Ones lineup. Maybe it'll be in the next season. Who knows?
2: Hmm.
0: But yeah, certainly things have been happening. So important that Alex had to bust out the soundboard.
1: Yep. It's always a good time to laugh at the Dallas Cowboys and their insufferable fan base of. Just insufferable whiners.
0: Yeah. I don't really know much about that, but I- I'm assuming they have it coming.
1: Oh, yeah. They always have it coming.
0: Yeah. So, uh, anyway, here we are, episode 294. So, how's everyone's week been going?
1: Well, uh, funny story. And uh, by funny, I'm, I don't mean haha, I mean, uh, not funny. So, Tuesday night, we record our last show. It all goes well. Then we go off and, you know, do our things, you know, for the rest of the night. I wake up at 2.30 in the morning with some kind of nausea. Ugh. About an hour later, I start throwing up. All the food I had from the night before. Ugh. And I can't go back uh. to sleep because, as it turns out some of it got stuck in my fucking throat.
0: Oh, God, that's the worst.
1: Fuck. Yeah, because I have this thing that, uh, in layman's terms, is called acid reflux. It sucks. And when it gets stuck in your throat, you have trouble breathing, and you can't, you know, get your body under control and calmed. You have to go to the ER for eight hours.
0: Jesus Christ, that's an entire work shift.
1: Oh, dear yeah uh not fun it was busy so I was like waiting for everything for like four hours and then waiting some more to get in- into uh the surgical surgical unit for an endoscopy to make sure everything is good and everything was good the nausea medicine they gave me and my IV helped a lot but uh yeah it's not been a-, a fun couple of uh days for me I'm still trying to get my appetite back. I'm waiting to hear back from the hospital about a follow-up and getting me some, you know, doctors to take care of the problems that I have, which might be food allergies. I'm not sure. They're not sure. I- either way, um, has not been fun. I've had to g- I've had to limit what I'm eating to basically anything that isn't super processed or uh, overly cooked. So not a lot of meat, which is not good for me. That's what I like to eat most of the time, but the body can only handle so much, and that is unfortunate with my stupid-ass body. All the problems I got. But hey, San Francisco 49ers beating the Dallas Cowboys in hilarious fashion will always lighten my spirits. (laughs) They always have it coming. It's been that way for 50 years.
0: And how? Hopefully everything works out for you. That sounds just terrible.
1: I want it to work out for me in the end because I'm just tired of feeling like shit.
0: Anyway, uh, Mark, what about you?
2: Well, it's well, nothing went on as a, nothing. Well, nothing terrible went on. Just you, just the usual shit of well, basically, well, basically, as in work and all that other stuff like. The only, say, the only thing I say is that, I mean, I had my taxes done weeks ago, so there's that. I mean, I'll say, I'll, say, I'll say my return is, well, not as big as last year's, which wasn't as big as the year before that, but, 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 but well, fuck it, I mean, at least I'm getting some money soon. we we'll about to wait, well, I'll speak next month, which... Which I get, but yeah, yeah, that's... Yeah, that's... Damn, that's... Yeah, that's all I've got. Fair enough.
0: As for me, not really much of anything other than having finished the first week of my new job, now into the second week of that day or... job. And just, you know, day-to-day things. Yeah, not much exciting over here, so uh, now we move on to uh, the usual business. And, oh, thank God, we finally have, like... A bevy and variety of songs to discuss even it's like last week was the big festival you know cavalcade firestorm and now we just have like a nice handful of songs to choose from so yeah let's get started of course with the new song discussion uh as always there'll be a playlist down in the description so you can follow along with us and uh pick up some new tunes and mark your calendars for new albums and all of that business so, of course, uh, tonight we start with a uh, Lucy track from a Mr. J of Cole.
2: Yeah, but, but yeah, it's been about since he released an album, since he released his album, this released his album uh, shit, what's it called? The off-season back in 2021, and he's been working on his new album since. I mean, one of album released, he been doing a lot of feature hopping, at least last year, basically doing the same shit he did afterwards, where you say, oh, he's good at features, even though, even though the album is kind of bland, but yeah, but yeah, this Lucy, which he called, which he calls procrastination, broke. And the thing is, this like the video, like the YouTube video, is from is from the producer of the track called Batman, with a V, as in yeah, V huh. V A. So so yeah, this is He talks about basically his inspirations, his work, his work on his album, and. How and how and how he got all success and financial freedom, but it can't either relate to what he's talking about on his album. Even though most, even though, well, yeah, it's like he's talking about being, you know, struggling with financial shit when you're basically, well, better than better than you are now. Which I mean, that's not the one problem. I, I mean, I mean, I, I know it's I know it's it's hardcore fan base like that shit. I mean, I mean we know shit, but. Yeah. We get, we get in all in the beat does, yeah. Like the beat does sound like, well, you're you know, your J. Cole type beat, which, which I, which I enough on the YouTube video is a message is a message thing where he said is a message thing where it says um, maybe it's like some or some shit like that. But that way he says thank you, which he says thank you to the UA producer the cooking up and insurance work with the world. Which with this track, it's um. I mean, it's the usual J. Cole shit I've heard. I mean, it's, I, I'm, I'm, I'm not gonna say, oh, I'm, I'm not gonna say, oh, I'm not gonna say this amps of any of the new album is. Then again, that hardly ever, then again, that, then again, I hardly anticipate any, any album is. it's like, it just be either, man, whatever, but, yeah, it's, it's a song.
0: Yes, it, uh, certainly is. I took one listen to it, and all I had to say was, I should re-listen to Jid. Yeah, hello? Seriously, because I finally got around to his albums, that shit slaps. No wonder he's the big guy on Dreamville right now. <laughs> anyway, uh, now that I pissed off those fanboys, let's move on to something else. So, something- I apparently missed this over the holiday break, but apparently the guys in the prog metal band Haken have new material in the pipeline. They have a new album March 3rd called Fauna. And we have a new song from that album called "Taurus," and it does sound like that good hot ha, hot ha, Hakan Hake. I'm actually still not sure how to pronounce the name. I, I just know <laughs> I like the song. Has a lot of that like uh, off rhythmically off kilter grooving before segueing into a verse with a lot of like. It's has a sparse element to it, but it still has a lot of like complex layering of like you know the keyboard synths bass guitar melodies and those vocals with some glitchy distortion effects eventually picking up like a bit more you know guitar into the fold kind of sounds uh, again you can very clearly tell that Hawkin listens to uh quite a bit of a uh, dream theater and then of course towards the back half the song really spices things up with a lot more aggro metal passages with tons of chugs tremolos and lots of uh pummeling drum rhythm intensity aplenty it's Hawkin? It's good. I'm looking forward to March 3rd.
1: You know, unless you're Sarah Longfield, it's kind of hard to make headless A-string guitars look cool, but bless these guys for giving it an honest try. (laughs) The track (laughs) is pretty solid, too. It's got some neat production cues that I picked up on, like some uh, bit-crushed sections to go along with that pretty meaty guitar and bass tone they've got dialed in. Pretty good. I like it.
0: Alright, and uh, speaking of albums I'm uh, greatly looking forward to, according to my calendar, we're about a month out from the band Algiers dropping their newest studio album, Shook, on February 24th. So, the latest single from the band, uh, in an attempt to ramp up more interest, is called I Can't Stand It, which features guest performances from uh, Samuel T. Herring of Future Islands and Jay Matthew of uh, Harsher's, or Boy Harsher's, yeah, Boy Harsha's, I just saw it in the link. So, the bedrock of this song, again, kind of in the vein of some of the previous singles, it still feels like it's leaning into more trap, rap kind of territory, like with that beat, drum beat and everything, but the vocals are kind of this mix of, of course, you know, uh, Franklin James Fisher's own very, like, belting performances and a lot of really great, like, soulful backing vocals, with, of course, a lot of the guest contributions from Herring and Jay Matthew, really just putting a lot of uh, character and emotion into the proceedings which of course is contrasted nicely towards like the last 30 seconds or so when the music sort of takes this like really eerie unnerving turn for that last passage again i'm still really looking forward to it i i really feel like this is gonna be some fine fine shit
2: yeah um yeah yeah i gotta say i'm looking more and more for this album once hear the singles of uh, this like Okay, okay, like, I was very interested in, 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 in Anderson from the back. I'm like, I'm gonna taking this shit. And, like, and I, like and, I, and I, of course, like I said, I've been dipping my toe into Algiers a bit way back, but I was like, hmm, okay. I see you, Algiers. I'm gonna look forward to February 24th.
0: Here, here. Now, uh, moving on to the next couple of tracks here. Uh, the first episode we had this year... was it the second episode? Started off with uh, some talk of the enigmatic British experimental metal band Sleep Token. And now we have even more new songs. Another two dropping in the span of like two days in the past week. Because uh, they're up to something. I know according to, uh, I think it was Wikipedia, they said they had a new album in the pipeline called Take Me Back to Eden. But it didn't mention anything about a release date. Then again, for all we know, they, they could just fucking drop the whole album by the time we finish recording this episode. Like, literally, the second we all hit stop, oh, hey, look at that, your sleep token. But, yeah, we have singles number three and four from the band this year, and uh, the first of these, the third overall, is called Granite, and it has this very, like, synth-heavy intro with uh, the vocals of, you know, Vessel singing a lot of these very, like, mournful-sounding lyrics. And you have kind of, like, the more... The, these songs kind of lean more into the sort of, I guess, modern downbeat synth pop aspect, you could say. Like, this wouldn't sound that out of place on, like... I'd say maybe the lower half of the Hot 100. And then, of course, the gentiest fuck guitars kick in. And there's no mistaking what this is. However, for the song that comes after that, Aqua Regia... That one is just full-on pop compared to the other singles, perhaps as an attempt to showcase more of their musical flexibility. It has a lot of those, you know, synthetic melodies complemented with backing percussion of, like, clap snares and finger snaps, droning bass synths and lead melodies, and a lot of very uh, beautiful, elegant piano works. Um, Again, it definitely showcases their flexibility quite a bit, how they go from, you know, melody to heaviness and everything in between, and I am intrigued and curious what are you hiding under that mask vessel and don't be like Akashi (laughs) and say it's another mask
1: Uh, (laughs) these guys have just the kind of genre blending skill that just hits all of the right spots one moment you're taking in some soothing atmospheric vibes and then boom some heavy ass low tune riffs blasting your ears off and then you'll get both, and it's definitely paying off for them. Now we just wait for that album to get formally announced.
0: Mysteries. Anyway, moving outside of that realm, looks like we have a new uh, song from ASAP Rocky, which I... D- okay, the article said that he does have a new album sometime soon. Not a release date, but it does at least have a name, but I have no clue if this song's gonna be on it.
2: Okay, anyway, the only question we're talking about is called "Same Same prop Same Problems" with a question mark. Now, okay, now, now normally, normally, we do some joke about this shit, but it was released during the anniversary of uh, of, a, of his uh, the, of his pal's death, ASAP GAMS, which has been, I think, oh eight in like eight well eight years since that happened. Shit, yeah, yeah. yeah. And the thing with St. prop with same problems, it, it, it talks about like basically all the you know drum drumming drum shit happening in the hip hop world. As of you know, you know a lot even from the would be from you know you know death, like drug overdoses, people getting shot, you know, the you know, of stuff like stuff like the you know, people like like take off juice world, Biggie, all that shit, which. All that shit. And, um, okay, which, I mean, which we, we saw the verse, like, niggas done every other night, niggas crying, that's the fact of life. I had my face trying to, trying to, trying to say this all good. Oh, nothing right, all that shit. And also, and also looking into where's the words genius, apparently there's some, like, there's some vocals from, like, the intro was done by Little Yachty, and Miguel provided vocals as well, which, oh, Miguel, I ain't heard you in a while. I ain't heard you in a while. And okay, Yachty, I, I well, well, you know, well, well, I'll say this: you're not, you're not horrible on this. It's more, we're well, given that it's more, you know, well, I want to say more sub, more subdued, or just not, well, not the usual Yotti mean, that that always hear. But okay, it's okay, it's an interesting track. Like it's something that is something that I guess may run through the minds of most rappers that've been. Deppin, you know, definitely you know, hearing the shit about the rappers like around his age or even younger than him dying, all that shit, would it be would it be violence or you know devices that kind of take you in, which it's interesting stuff to, to go through. And all right, if if, if it's part of the album, then all right. I mean, no, it was part of the album that it would make more sense. But yeah, it's all right. It's, it's all right. Yeah, it's it's a cool track. It, it, well, it's a It's like something different than what I hear from Rocky, which that's, you know, that's that's all good and all.
0: Yeah, not really the best time to be a rapper if you're thinking about stuff like that. Anyway. uh, Yeah. Um, Moving on to the next track here. So uh, there's a new single here courtesy of uh, Skrillex. It's a collaboration with Bobby Raps called uh, Leave Me Like This, and it's okay. It's fine. That picture of Skrillex isn't real. It can't hurt me. <laughs> like, why does he look like? What? Why does he look like Justin Timberlake from that fucking music video? Uh,
1: no, no, God, no, 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 no. Not that. I know there's a, a story behind his you know disappearance and reemergence, but he looks like a really bizarre crossbreed between Drake and Andrew Tate. Oh! <laughs> oh, God! And now I you mean, can never unsee it. You're welcome,
0: <laughs> man. I mean, he does. Don't do that to me. I just had dinner like an hour ago.
2: I mean, he, I mean, he doesn't like it even more, <laughs> even more light skinned Drake. Like, he, he, it like a full, like a full negative of him. <laughs> it's like it's like why you look more whiter or just as white or I don't know or more light skinned shit. Anyway, oh yeah, uh, um, oh yeah, the song, the, the songs, the songs, what it is. It's, I mean, it's basically Skrillex doing, doing his, you know, doing his thing. It's not really, not really what I say. Mind blowing was like, yeah, we heard it before.
0: Yeah, this just kind of feels like Skrillex on autopilot, but it is what it is, and we got some good jokes at the expense of his appearance. Anyway, let's move on to uh, something more interesting. So, uh, as we all know, um, our overlords in baby metal are dropping their newest album in two months, March 24th, called The Other One. And uh, we have the latest single from the album here, uh, Metal Kingdom, which, yeah, structurally, I think it's one of the more straightforward songs in their catalog. Like, it kind of bounces back and forth between this kind of, like, ramping verse build-up into this, um, you know, kind of really big, like, sing-along, like, chorus payoff. The verse has a lot of, like, these building synthetic drums and metal guitars, and, yeah, the chorus, of course, is very triumphant and all that, and it's solid enough. It's not one of my all-time favorite baby metal songs, but, you know, it works as a single, I suppose.
1: Yeah, this is our opening track to Metal Kingdom. Uh, Metal Kingdom. A booming and stemic opener of a track with plenty of cinematic textures blending in with all of the cutting rips and hammering beats and soaring vocals. It, it combines to form a track that just commands your attention like a battle cry against a horde of... I, I don't know, weirdos on the internet or something. But it's still a very solid track and a great mood setter for uh, what should be... If anything else, a very interesting rest of the album.
0: And moving on from that, there is, of course, uh, what I'm sure is one of Alex's most anticipated albums of the whole of 2023.
1: Yep. Song number two from 72 seasons from Metallica has come to us. Screaming Suicide, a, a track that deals with the subject of, uh, well, that... It's got more of the '80s British heavy metal feel that we heard on Lux Eterna, shifting around with its chord progressions. Not so, not always rely on their typical uh, E pentatonic minor riffs. The main hook and verses are in F sharp, uh, pre-choruses in D. It's a nice change of pace, and it has a bit of bounce to its groove. I, I, I really dig that. But uh, some of the <clears throat> notable. Online personalities lurk, lurking about have said this song is so bad, and that Metallica is over, and blah 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 blah. Look, these guys wrote Master of Puppets when they were when they were twenty two years old. They're now pushing sixty. I don't know what you're all expecting. As for me, what I expect is what they offer: steak and potatoes, and I love steak and potatoes. Even when even when uh, set Offering talks about a struggle that I have a bit of a more personal history of, but that's for another time. Uh, point is, this is solid. Keep it up.
0: I have nothing else to add, other than I'm not fully in either camp. Like I don't really love it, but people saying that it's the worst thing ever, like it's modern era Metallica. It is what it is. But if you that... don't
1: like steak and potatoes, just go listen to. I go, l- go listen to Sleep Token. They're doing good stuff.
0: That I will do. But uh, anyway, moving on to the uh, final track here. So, speaking of albums coming out on March 24th, you know, on the one hand, there's a uh, baby metal, and on the other hand, it looks like the guys in Fall uh, Fallout Boy have announced that date for uh, their latest studio album, So Much for Stardust. The four being in parentheses, so I guess so much Stardust so much for start I don't know what it means but yeah there was that album announcement along with the unfortunate announcement that uh Joe Troman is leaving the band due to having experienced uh quite a few years worth of a uh, deteriorating you know mental health issues obviously that's uh you know not fun to deal with for anyone and uh we wish him the best and hopefully he can get better as he takes time away for the band. What's worth noting is that apparently this is the first album since 2003, uh, which I think was the one they put out Take This to Your Grave, that the band has released on the record label Fueled by Ramen, and, uh, you know, I'm mad about this song, but not for the reasons that I've been mad about post-reunion Fallout Boy material. Because they finally remembered how to be a real band again, so I'm pissed that I can't be more pissed about it. And <laughs> it okay, so it, it's okay, so it's not the best Fallout Boy song. Like, it, it still kind of has like the sort of lyrical flow and vocal delivery that still kind of reeks of modern Fallout Boy TM. But at the very least. They finally did away with the one big problem I've been having with their post-reunion material, dropping all the fucking obnoxious Imagine Dragon-style plasticity in their sound and finally remembered how to be an actual band playing actual instruments and shit. And, you know, writing actual songs with some kind of flavor to them. The styling here being, like, you know, it's got that big, um, you know, pop-punk chorus... Uh, it has the same kind of, like, songwriting eccentricities you'd expect from, like, well, it's not quite Take This to Your Grave, like, not that level of pop punk, this is more like, you know, Falle Adieu, or even a bit of Infinity on High, especially with, like, you know, the very, uh, dramatic strings and everything, and, of course, a very dumb, ridiculous music video, because, of course, it's fucking Fall Out Boy, but, like, I mean, I have to be honest, this is the most I've liked a Fall Out Boy song in, like, well over a decade. Points <laughs> for effort
1: yeah well I'll be these guys not only remember what actual instruments sound like but they also remember that once upon a time they were a bit of an emo pop punk band it only took uh, 16 years since Infinity on High came out but hey it's better late than never That that being said I'm keeping expectations all the way down at the ground we all still remember the battle scars we were given when we dealt with Mania. Oh, yeah. Y'all to be very interested in that. Bastards. We, have, we have apologized immensely for it. So, my message to Pete Wentz is this. Prove that this isn't a fluke and an apparition. Prove that you all still have some gas left in the tank. <clears throat> also, a uh, quick question. Why does your drummer look like Danhausen? Is he now very nice and very evil? Does he have a fascination with teeth? Can he curse people people at will? Does he moonlight as a wrestler for AEW? These are the questions that need to be answered. Get, get back That's to us, That's who that, that
0: fucking is. I saw that. I was like, <laughs> why the fuck does this guy look so familiar? What the fuck is it? He? It's going to be driving me nuts all week. And now that week <laughs> is over and I have my answers. But, uh,. Yeah, that about does it for all of the new song discussion, and so we only really have one news topic to talk about, so we're just gonna jump right into that. So, um, yeah, I'm sure at this point a lot of people on the, uh, internet are probably familiar with the, uh, filmmaking brothers Benny and Josh Softy, uh, you know, having done the movies Good Time and Uncut Gems, aka This Is How I Fucking Win, yeah, you know, Adam Sandler, whole thing, you yep. know. Good movie. And one of the things that stands out most about uh, those movies are the musical contributions of a Mr. Daniel Lopatin, a.k.a. One O Tricks Point Never. <laughs> well, it looks like he's up still, you know, keeping pretty busy. I mean, after all, he produced uh, The weekend's last album, Dawn FM. He's uh, apparently got his own new album in the pipe for some time this year. And once again, Lopatin is teaming up with specifically Benny Softy. So I guess uh, Josh must be busy with some other things. So yeah, uh, Benny is uh working on a show for Showtime called uh The Curse. It's a uh, scripted program, but uh, apparently it doesn't really have like much you know detail to it. Well, okay, Showtime describes the si- the series The Curse as quote. A genre-bending scripted comedy that explores how an alleged curse disturbs the relationship of a newly married couple as they try to conceive a child while co-starring on their problematic new HGTV show. Huh, so that's your premise, huh? A scripted comedy that follows a uh, couple trying to star in a television show. Perhaps something that, uh... Blurs the lines between what is the fiction and what is the reality, to the point where the audience, and maybe even the actors on set, can't even tell what is real and what is fiction anymore. Based on that description, you probably will not be surprised to learn that one of the stars of this show is Nathan Fielder.
1: I knew it. I knew it when I heard the premise. It's just too perfect. Because,
0: you know, like, we have directors who specialize in films that create a great deal of intentional discomfort. We have a music composer whose music can often delve into a lot of a very eerie, ominous discomfort on its own. So why not get Nathan Fielder in all of this? It's the unholy <laughs> triforce of awkward discomfort.
2: <laughs> okay, alright. <laughs> okay, and look, sounds like, okay... I should, probably, I, should, I, should, I should probably give you a look on this whenever whenever, whenever I get Showtime again. And I love this pic on um, on uh, OPN's, uh, Instagram where it's like a whole, like a whole set of musicians for him. is and I think he's the one slumped over on his keyboard, like, oh, what the fuck? It's like, <laughs>
0: and then you just see Nathan was... Fielder just giving this horrific stare to the camera. <laughs> like that's a look that says. This is the last time anyone in this picture will ever be seen alive. So yeah, this is probably gonna be uh some peak TV, as the kids say.
2: Yeah. Oh, and since I mentioned Instagram post, apparently one of the one of the collaborators, said, one of the collaborators for me on that Instagram pic is um, veteran jazz keyboardist John Medeski. Medes- Medes- yeah, probably. Medes- Medes- and- John Medeski. Yeah, yeah yeah, him and uh, another one is um, in the middle introducer producer Randall Dunn like I said like I said, like, like I said on that pic just I was like that pic that, that pick is just hilarious, just hilarious.
0: <laughs> yeah let me see Randall Dunn um, yeah I'm just kind of looking at uh, his Wikipedia page right now and yeah he does tend to work with a lot of uh, more like you know off the beaten path, kind of uh rock and metal bands. Some of his production credits include for bands like uh Sun O, Wolves in the Throne Room, Kyo Dot, uh, the Cave Singers, Kinski, Splash Girl, uh, yeah, just those kinds of bands. So, uh, oh hey, Mirror so yeah, you can tell there's just gonna be the most concentrated shotgun blast of just pure cringe and discomfort anyone has ever conceived. It might be enough to make me want to add Showtime to my Hulu package. Actually, I think at some point I need to actually get off my ass and finally watch Nathan for You and the rehearsal.
2: Oh yeah! Oh my god, Nathan for You was that on? Oh, Wait, shit! Was Comedy Central? What? I think. Oh! No. Oh yeah! Oh, oh yeah! Nathan for You was
0: Comedy Central, and I think the rehearsal was HBO.
2: Yes. okay. I was thinking of, I think one of those networks.
0: So, yeah, I don't have a release date yet, but I'm sure it's going to be a big deal once that finally uh, drops. So, yeah, that basically about does it for the news, and we only really have uh, one last thing to discuss here, and that is, of course, the new album releases for the week of January 27th, 2023. Starting at the top, we have the newest album from... uh, Underground metal supergroup Sightless Pit with Lockstep Blood War. Uh, we have a new album from alt rock band Yumi at 6 with Truth Decay. Unfortunately, the Smashing Pumpkins will be releasing Act 2 of their 3 Act A Tomb album release. Or Adam. I don't fucking know. <laughs> uh, we have the latest studio album from Lil Yachty with Let's Start Here. Where is here exactly? Is it Poland? <laughs> We're doing the walk
2: at the walk
0: <laughs> <laughs> thank you Mark for stopping yourself and uh last and well I mean I want to say least but unfortunately I know this is probably going to be at least in the top 5 on the billboard 200 there's the newest album from Sam Smith with Gloria anyway uh, <laughs> time to clean house and get the hell out of here so uh Alex where can they find you on the internet
1: as always, or of Azure, where I uh, continue to revel in the uh, misfortune of Dallas Cowboys fans and ship post my way through life because that's that's all we can do. Because uh, yeah, it's been a very quiet month on this front. Nothing has come out this month. What gives, the music industry? <sighs> I
0: thought this kind of thing only happened in movies. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Mark, what about you?
2: Of course, I mean at Twitter, yeah, I'm still there, it's still alive for now. At my Type of Media, where where we see, yeah, I just about a stupid idea about, about how Blast Hot Wings and Taco help and of course, my Type of One at Type One Of course, I, I, I mean, of course, well, well, I already told you what I did last week, but yeah, just even want to read some past stuff. Did yeah.
0: And as for me, you can find me on Twitter, Instagram, et cetera, at Rob Barracuda. You can email me, robert at sewerresolution.com, for, you know, questions, comments, concerns, and inquiries. Oh. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes and Google Podcasts. New audio-only episodes go up every Wednesday. Video usually goes up on the official YouTube channel, so subscribe. Hit the bell tab so you're notified whenever new things go up there. Be sure to follow us on Twitter as well, at Surreal Rezo. Like us on Facebook. Visit the website, SurrealResolution.com, for uh, written articles. This podcast, Podcast l all of that good stuff. And be sure to jump into our Discord chat since for now it's probably the most efficient way to get immediate updates about new stuff being posted to the site. Because Lord knows how much longer this entire uh, Jenga tower of a social media platform we call Twitter is going to be active. And uh, yeah, that'll about do it for this week. We'll of course be back uh, next week with more of the usual uh, business. So uh, until then, I need someone to hook me up with an armadillo to moderate game streams.